And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Now they give it to Green. Green stutter step. He's through. First down, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. Run, William, run. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. In the backfield, two receivers left, one right. Mayfield back to pass. Looks going towards the end zone, and it's caught by Donovan Peoples-Jones. Touchdown! He got it! He got it! The rookie from Michigan got it with 11 seconds left to go! Pumping once, now throwing long down the left side. Slaughter has it. He's going in for a touchdown! The problem won the game! <laughs> hey hello and what do you know and welcome everybody to another edition of the top dogs podcast i'm your host your maverick on today's journey alex hale i don't know if this is going to be the final episode look i'm not even going to wait till the end of the game um i don't even care if the browns win or lose if you follow me on Twitter, you know what I think, what just happened to Nick Chubb. Um, you know my thoughts on this for years now about the Steelers um, being the dirtiest team in the league, having bounties on players. I've always feared this day would happen. Um, and it goes back years. It goes back over a decade. It goes back to Muhammad Masquan Colt McCoy. If you go back to those games, they were killing the Steelers in those games until they took them out. I mean, you could argue in those games they were playing so well and there was momentum, and then the Steelers take out Massaqua. They take out Colt McCoy. I mean, Muhammad Massaqua was never the same player again. They ruined his career. And I've always suspected, and I've later heard through some sources that there is a bounty program there. Um, the league does not talk about it because of preferential treatment. I mean, the Roonies are in Goodell's ear, so they'll never investigate the Roonies. Could you imagine the Rooney family and the Steelers being outed like this? It would ruin the entire legacy of the Steelers. And who knows? I'm not saying it's going back to the Chuck Knoll days, but it's possible. I mean, but back then it was probably everywhere. It was probably everywhere. And there's no denying in the NFL and probably even in college, those exist. And it's the failure of the league to crack down on these hits that this keeps happening. I saw the Nick Chubb hit. I, I'm sad to say I saw it. It's maybe the Browns fan in me. It's maybe the biased area that I have towards, you know, the Steelers have had this bounty system. But at the same time, I look at that hit over and over, and I ask this question over and over. Why did Minka Fitzpatrick go lower than he needed to? All he had to do was go for the hip. 
either Minka Fitzpatrick has been coached up to play like a thug. And I'm going to say that either you're a thug or you're a football player. I go by if that's a tackle, if that's what we want to call it, then he's a thug. He's playing prison ball. Fine. He's a great player. There's no doubt about it. But when you do those kind of things, I'm sorry. Not only should you be suspended, you should be banned from the league. Because this is the same knee that Nick Chubb injured years ago, George, and I always feared this day would come, that it would happen again. And now that it has, we don't know the severity of this. It's very, very possible that that is the last snap that Nick Chubb will ever play in the NFL. And I'll get to my thoughts on the Haslam's in a minute because already, Gabe, shut the fuck up. I'm just going to call your ass out. You, I know you listen. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. You just want to be right. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Um, that's why I block your ass and mute your ass. Because you're a smart ass. And no one likes a smart ass. Let me say my fucking piece. And that's what I'm about to do. Anyways. The Browns could still win this game. But Deshaun Watson looks like dog shit. Can't handle pressure is not throwing good pass. Granted, the the pick six is not his fault. It's Harrison Bryant's, and he shouldn't have made this team the way he played in the preseason. There were better options. I don't even care if they never took an NFL snap. There were better options. If you went with any of the others, they would have caught that pass. And it's 14 to 9, and we're talking about let's win this for Nick. And I hope they come out on fire in the second half and win this for Nick. I would... Love to see that. But I don't think that's going to happen. I've seen this story way too many times where the Steelers take players out. The Browns are deflated. And a mediocre or mid-tier Steeler team plays better because they get all the momentum and that's the game. That's it. That's it. That's, That's how the game is played for them. Because they don't know any other way to play but prison ball. And the league won't penalize them. The league will not crack down on this franchise. Because it's one of their most storied franchises. How could you ever, and, and this is where I defend the league, how could you ever go against the Steelers and do this? It would destroy the entire legacy, the entire franchise. It would also piss off a fan base who for fucking 20 years doesn't know what losing is and they would start losing and there would be no money coming in because God knows when the Pirates suck, they don't make money. Pittsburgh's not a viable sports town unless if the team is winning. So the NFL knows in order to make Pittsburgh a viable 
financial option. They need him to win or else they can't have a franchise there. That's why this happens. And people think I'm like Alex Jones with a conspiracy theory. But why is it every time I say this stuff and more and more comes to light, I don't look so crazy. I don't look crazy in this scenario. I mean, I literally have had two people with knowledge of the Steelers tell me there's a bounty system and the league will never investigate. That's fine. Let them. It's fraud, but fine. They've also told me the Steelers will always get preferential treatment. That's fine. I get why. I don't blame the league. Do I think it's scummy? Yes. But it also brings me to my second point. I don't care about the the NFL or the Browns anymore. I really don't because Nick Chubb was the entire reason why I kept rooting for this team, even with Watson. Because every time I go to work, and I don't live in Cleveland, y'all know live. I know I live in Texas. They ask, why do you root for those guys? I say Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb deserves my support. Yes, he's a fucking scumbag, Deshaun Watson is. But Nick Chubb is what I want my NFL player to be. And he's gone. Possibly for his entire career. One week after he took out that flag for Jim Brown. I mean, at this point, to the Haslam family, fuck you. Fuck you to hell. You scam artists. You, for the last fucking 11 years have scammed this city out of so much money and I urge the city of Cleveland do not do not do not budge on the renovations to the stadium do not give in do not let them win tell them this if you sell the team to somebody who actually gives a shit and won't do half the shit you've done to embarrass us We'll sign on everything. If you verb, if you in the contract agree you're selling to somebody who's going to give a shit, Matt Collig, I'm calling you out. Get a group together. Cleveland born and raised. I'm calling you out, Matt Collig. Save the Browns. I know Collig doesn't have the money, but he has the connections to do so. He can put a bid together with a group. Why can't he? He has a good chunk of the money to get started and also a good chunk to finish it through his connections. I mean, it's not like I think if reports were out, he's not already a minority owner of another team in Cleveland. Matt Collig, I'm calling you out. Save him. Start calling Jimmy. Do right by us. Because here's the thing. We're going to have to suffer 
with Deshaun Watson on this team being this bad. And it's clear to me that this team is not going to be good for another five years until this contract is gone. Because truth of the matter is, if things go south, Miles Garrett's gone. Amari Cooper's gone. Probably why Teller too. Batonio probably retires if he feels he's got a Hall of Fame resume. Um, You don't have Jed Wills anymore. You have Dewan Jones. You have that. Um, you probably want to move Denzel Ward if the cap hit isn't too bad because you're already entering cap hell. Um, yeah, you're going to have to make these decisions that are not going to be easy. And it's going to signal a rebuild with Deshaun Watson at the helm. And truthfully, Watson's not going to complain. He got his money. And basically you, and good luck hiring any head coaches at that point. No one's going to want to coach him. No one's going to want to try to fix him. Maybe Eric B. Enemy if you're lucky. But even then, I, I don't know if he's going to leave Washington for this. I think he's better off the way he's doing is to let Ron Rivera walk into the sunset and take over as head coach there. The way I see it is this. This is going to get really bad. I said it the day we did the 0-16 parade. McNeil brought more bad karma that didn't need to exist upon this city. And McNeil, you know, laughed at me. Saying, we're just having fun. How do you feel now, McNeil? How do you feel? How do you feel, Adam the Bull, for wishing injury on the Steelers? Get the fuck out of Cleveland, you motherfucking asshole. I, I, I don't care. I know I have radio friends listening to this podcast. And I bet they know I am frustrated. I am upset. But I also no longer fucking care. And also to Russell Williams, who covers the Cavs, fuck you for talking about the motherfucking Cavs. Don't make me expose their ass. Don't make me expose these guys. And I think the Browns just intercepted it or almost intercepted it. Damn, they almost intercepted Pickett again. It's possible the Browns win tonight. It's very possible. But even then, it, it just feels like everything I cared about with this team is gone. And people will say, but you blindly root for the Guardians. I still see hope with the Guardians. Do I know some things you guys don't that disgust me? Yes. Am I going to ever say them? Hell no. Because I do have hopes one day to return there. I don't mind openly saying that. Not like my work doesn't know. 
do I think it's ever going to happen? No, I absolutely do not think it's ever going to happen. But I'd love for it to happen one day. Absolutely. I always wanted to be with the Guardians. Never wanted to leave. But do I know some things? Yeah. Will I ever say what they are? No. You can't pay me enough money to do that. Sorry. And I know I have some Guardians friends probably listening going like, whoa, 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 what are you saying? I'm not saying anything. And you want to know what? It's in the eyes of the beholder. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Who the heck knows? But um, I just have lost all care in the world for the Browns. I've lost all care in the world for the Cavs because I see a GM who really doesn't care about his job. And that's that. And you can say whatever you want about that. In terms of the pod, you know, I have more important things in my life to worry about. Overall, I have a good life right now. I'm not. And I think Zadarius Smith just hurt his knee. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And the hits keep on coming. This fucking franchise. I mean, I feel for the entire Browns coaching staff because, I mean, there's nothing dirty about Smith, but the Chubb thing took everything out. I don't think we're ever going to see what Kevin Stefanski can really do. If he could truly turn around Watson. I don't think we're ever going to fairly see that. I think with no Nick Chubb and the whole, you know, control the ball thing. I I don't think we're going to see Jim Schwartz's defense at full effectiveness. And I hate to say it's going to be a one-year thing with Schwartz, but I think it's going to be a one-year thing with Schwartz where either the coaching staff is going to change and they're not going to want Schwartz and He's going to go somewhere else because they see the potential. And this is going to be the biggest what if of his career. What if Nick Chubb had hadn't gotten injured? But my message is simple. The reason why I don't care is from day one. I remember on this pod with Jack, I said with Watson, this better work out. Because as you guys know, and I've openly said, I'm a sexual assault victim and a survivor of it. I have been through therapy. I still go to therapy over this. There's still some deep-rooted issues from this that I still recover from on a day-to-day basis. When this happened, when it wasn't going to, and it turned out they just paid him to be the quarterback it showed me that the Haslam's just don't care about optics. They just want to, and, and I give them credit for trying. However, my argument is the guy hadn't played in over a year, and I can go on again about the NFL shouldn't have even made him available, but you know, whatever. But maybe 
maybe the Browns should have been looking at that draft for a quarterback early. Maybe they should have said, you know what? We'll take on Kenny Pickett, or we're going to wait and take Malik Willis in the second round and go from there and run with Jacoby Brissett and Malik Willis. See what happens. And if Willis looks like a dud, you go into this draft going like, okay, we're going to go after one of the top QBs in this draft class. Plain and simple. We're going to go for Bryce or Stroud. There is an alternate universe where I think that does happen because you couldn't go back to Baker at that point. And seeing Baker thrive in Tampa is going to be even more damning on Stefanski and Barry, which is going to force Jimmy to fire everybody. And God knows who's going to want to take this job with the cap hell that Deshaun Watson's created. I mean, you can't fire Barry basically at this point. Um, it's his mess. No one's going to want it. I mean, really, it's ha- it's it's Haslam's mess, and no one's going to want it. And Barry's just going to go, like, give me a chance to figure this all out. You know, I- I'll see what I can do. I mean, who knows? Maybe he trades that second-round pick in next year's one to move all the way up and get a quarterback for the future. Or he has in DTR. Who the hell knows anymore? But for me, to the Haslam family, I said from day one, this better work out or you need to get the fuck out because you're lying and scamming us over and over and over again. You need to stop. You can never help yourselves and trust the process. The reason you were in that situation is because you kept firing everybody. And whether it was warranted or not, You kept doing it. And if Baker wasn't the guy for Stefanski, fine. I think at the very least, you as an owner have to ask the question. He hasn't played in over a year. It's hard enough to do this. And now it's like, what are we going to do now? What what can we do? There's nothing you can do. Not for a long, long, long time, Jimmy. How about you just stand up and say, I need to get out. And I need to sell. Before, what I will do is... I will add value to the team and help a new owner get a new stadium or renovations to the current one. And I'll leave on that note. You could do that. You won't. You'll stay in power. And you still have functionality in your brain to believe you know you what you're doing is best. And you'll be try to be Jimmy. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Jerry Jones. And goddamn, you're going to, you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to hell with, uh, you're taking us to a place we never asked you to take us. And any, you're going to fire Stefanski and maybe rightfully so maybe fire Andrew Barry 
no one's going to want the job, but you'll hire some nobody and another nobody. And in a year when we suck again, you're going to fire them. You're still not going to be able to get out of the Watson contract for now, what, two, three years? And the next GM is going to come in and say, well, I could take Arch Manning or one of these guys. But here's the thing, though. By the time I have to pay them is when Watson's deal is gone. So I can't build this team. So they're not going to want the job. So you're going to suck for two more years. And honestly, your best bet at that point is to keep trading back and getting more and more picks for the future when Watson's contract doesn't exist, when you have the cap space to do it. And you pray to God you go 0-17 and pray to God that a Caleb Williams type is available in 2027 for you to draft that finally, finally gets rid of the stench of Watson and gives you a franchise quarterback which you've not had since Bernie Kosar. And maybe in those next five fucking years, you're going to get older and you're not going to want to be involved and you're going to become less responsive to the team. And it's just money for you. And maybe then we'll be good because you're finally hands off. You're killing the city of Cleveland. You've turned it into a joke. Just like you've turned your Tennessee Volunteers into a joke. A lot of talent can't come through. For those reasons, I hate to say this. I no longer care for this team. I'm out. I mean, this is my breaking point. This is my breaking point. Because that one redeeming factor on this team that existed in Nick Chubb no longer exists. There are zero redeeming factors about this team. It's terrible. And I think Lisa Salters is updating what the injury is. And I have it on mute, but I don't want to hear. It's just... I just, I'm not mad anymore. I just no longer care. We're the kid that gets beat up every day on the playground. And everyone stares and says, stop, stop. He's already dead and no one does something. No one really fucking cares they just consider it another day. And you can get beat up so many times that either. I mean, there are times you fight back and sometimes you, you you land a punch. But they still find a way to beat you down. The bullies beat you down over and over and over. Y'all win. Y'all win. I don't care. Move the Browns for all I care. I I. I have lost so much interest in football 
because of Deshaun Watson. And he and you know what? I could look past it if he actually could play. He can't anymore. Sad. But very true. And I hope nothing but the best for this franchise is Jerome Ford. Oh my God, Jerome Ford. Well, son of a bitch. Holy crap. Wow. I'll be damned. <laughs> wow. Let him have his TD. Fuck you, refs. It's funny. Every time I'm out, they try to pull me back in. <sighs> I should be more excited over that. We would have the lead. As you can tell right now, the timing is Jerome Ford just ran all the way down the one-yard line. I and Mink is hurting. Good. Fucking good, scum. How about your career ends? And no, they run right up the middle with Felton or Pierre Strong. Yeah. Again, here's where I don't really care. Nothing's ever going to change. One day. One day will be good. I don't know when that day is going to be, but I do remain optimistic that day will come. That these franchises in front of us are going to start making mistakes. You can't keep hitting like this forever and ever. And the Browns score. There you go. If there is a day one day that we are great, Again, I would love to see it. But right now, I don't know. I just want to get my thoughts out there. I wanted to say it in a calm, collective way. And I hope I did a lot of Browns fans justice by stating my points. And yeah, I could yell and scream, but there's no point of it. There's absolutely no point in yelling and screaming over this bullshit. It is what it is. I will always love my Browns, but in a way, it feels pointless to root for them. Other than to win it for Nick. And I hope they do. And I hope they keep winning for Nick. And I hope it becomes a rallying cry to get this team back on its horse. Until I see something that makes it redeeming. And Watson on that hit on Minka, thank you. But I would have liked to see a harder hit. That's the only thing I would say. I really wish Watson would have... I wish what you want to, I would have gotten fully on board with Watson if he would have completely laid him out right there. 
I would have been on board. I would say, I don't care if he's a scumbag. Fuck it. You want to what? I need you to be a scumbag. Even then, he's still not doing it. <sighs> and just is what it is. We'll see what happens. But I want to get my thoughts out there. And I hope you guys appreciate what I'm saying. And if you don't agree, that's fine. If you if you think that hit was clean, fine, whatever. I don't think it was. I think he could have aimed a lot higher. It looked like he had a lot of time to aim higher. He chose to go low. And that was that. So. Bless me there. I just hope one day I can really start caring about this franchise again. Wow. Okay. I think I'm allergic to talking about Browns now. (laughs) Anyways, guys, I don't know if this is it or not, but I wanted to get my thoughts out there. I appreciate appreciate y'all for listening. Go Browns. Sell the team, Jimmy.